It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast brought to you by my bookie, Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire, back with you guys as we're rolling along here. It's Wednesday, February 13th. Got a little bit of news to talk about here over the last couple days, a couple roster notes, and some coaching news. We'll get into that. We'll also talk about... Uh, a couple players that made it to the Pro Football Focus Top 101. And then we'll continue our series looking at the contracts of the different positions. We'll look at the offensive line today. Again, Lockdown Panthers brought to you by my bookie, our good friends that we've been we've been partnered with all season long, and they've been uh, ex- extremely Extremely great to us, so of course, go check them out and go win some money with them. But uh, first thing, like I said, we want to talk a little bit about the uh, a little bit about some of the news the Panthers made over the last couple days, both in terms of roster and coaching. We'll start with Ben Jacobs, the former linebacker who spent a few years. Uh, five years to be exact, with the Carolina Panthers joining them in 2014 and has been in the NFL since 2011 when he was signed as an undrafted free agent by the Browns. He was released earlier this week, but as it turns out, he was not without a contract or not without a job for long. He was right back with the Panthers, but as a coach now. Ben Jacobs is now an assistant special teams coach for the Carolina Panthers. Of course, uh, Chase Blackburn is the head man of special teams. But now Ben Jacobs, who had always been a a good special teamer uh, for the Panthers, now will get a chance to coach the special teamers. So that'll that'll be pretty fun to watch. Uh, They also hired another former player, uh, Everett Brown. He is now an assistant linebackers coach. Uh, He was actually a coaching intern in 2018 with the Panthers, and now will be an assistant linebackers coach. Of course, played six seasons in the NFL, two of those seasons with the Panthers, former Panthers or former draft pick by the Panthers in 2009. So again, he's now with the coaching rings for the Panthers as an assistant linebacker coach, Ben Jacobs, assistant special teams coach, and Sam Mills, the defensive line coach, 
now has more game management coach responsibilities, according to the uh, according to the Panthers website. Uh, so Brown Brown's quoted as saying, "It's an exciting transition for me. Being able to be part of an, of the organization as an intern was a really cool learning experience. Now being on staff full time, I look forward to contributing to us being successful defensively." Unquote. Jacobs. Jacobs has a quote as well saying, quote, I've been blessed to have a long career in the NFL as a player, and this was a great opportunity, too big of an opportunity to pass up. I know this is what I want to do, and it's being presented to me right now. It was tough to come to terms with not playing anymore, but when we finally made the decision, it felt right, unquote. Um, they also note that Jacobs was, had either led or tied for the team lead in special teams tackles twice as a Panther, 2014 and 2018 and so it'll be so it'll be fun to see him and again former player chase blackburn both running the uh the special teamers and then the notes they have on mills this will be his 15th season with the panthers uh spent last season it was his first as defensive line coach and now they now, as it says here, uh, Mills will assist Ron Rivera with clock management, replay challenges, and other situational football analysis. And he said, and he's quoted saying, or, or actually, this is Rivera, sorry, excuse me. Rivera says, quote, Sam sees the game from a different perspective. He's very interested in how the league operates, how the game operates. By that, I mean he's a guy that pays attention to the rules. He pays attention to replay, and he understands time management and score management, unquote. So we'll, we'll see as the season goes on when we get to two-minute warnings and, and things like that, timeouts, because uh, we all know. I, I know there was a little bit of talk, too, with the Atlanta Falcons. Some were talking about uh, the coach that they just hired, Bob Sutton, the former defense coordinator of the Chiefs. He's now a like a team assistant or senior assistant, whatever whatever the title was of the Falcons, and I know some were talking about, you know, him being game management, things like that. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, but again, Sam Mills, uh, this was his first season, or last season was his first season as defensive line coach after being an assistant defensive line coach for eight seasons. And again, this will be his 15th season. Uh, as a coach with with the Carolina Panthers, as he has also spent time with the Panthers as the strength and conditioning and defensive assistant, and then was the defensive quality control coach in 2006, and does have playing time. Was a Division II All America linebacker at Montclair State in New Jersey, and. As you remember, I believe he was also just a member. In fact, I believe he was just head coach of the East team at the East-West Shrine game. In fact, he's been a member of the coaching staff four times. Again, I think this is the first time that he was one of the head coaches for the Shrine game. So that was a, a good experience. So a couple coaching notes there. So again, Everett Brown, now assistant linebackers coach. Ben Jacobs, in a matter of about 24 hours, goes from a linebacker and a special teams player to now the 
assistant special teams coach for the Panthers, and Sam Mills will now have game manage or added game management responsibilities as well as being the defensive line coach. A couple other notes. We talked about Pro Football Focus Top 101. As we know, every year, PFF, similar to what you see on the NFL Network when they do their Top 100 players of, well, it'll be 2019 coming up, the Top 100 players of the upcoming season. Pro Football Focus does their Top 101 players. And a pair of Panthers both made the list. And if you're counting down from 101, the first name you saw was Christian McCaffrey coming in at number 38. And remember, this is a top 101 of the season that just ended. So this, these are just their top 101 players of 2018. So again, Christian McCaffrey comes in at number eight. Or number 38, excuse me, Christian McCaffrey at number 38, and Luke Keekley at number 18. So good, good to see there, those recognitions there. Uh, this is the sixth time that Keekley has made this PFF list after PFF rated him the top player in run stop percentage and the leader among off-ball linebackers in run defense grade. And he was the second highest linebacker on the list. Only Bobby Wagner was higher. This will be and this is the first time on the top 101 for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he ended PFF actually gave him the highest receiving grade among running backs with 60 or more targets. And overall, he was the third highest running back on the top 101 list behind Saquon Barkley and Alvin Kamara. And just for fun, looking at the top 10 since the entire list is out, number one was Aaron Donald. Not really a surprise. I mean, 20 and a half sacks. Uh, 95 overall grade for Aaron Donald. Very well could have, very easily could have made a case for MVP. But of course, that went to Patrick Mahomes since uh, that's the, that award seems to always go anymore to quarterbacks with the best stats, it seems. But uh, Aaron Donald, number one on the PFF top 101. DeAndre Hopkins came in at number two. Just a, a dominant receiver. You could argue he was one of the best, if not the best, receivers of 2018. Patrick Mahomes, your MVP, comes in at number three on this list. Drew Brees at number four. This is his ninth time on the list out of 18 years in the NFL. Uh, Fletcher Cox of the Philadelphia Eagles comes in at number five. A dominant run stuffer, the dominant defensive player, uh, right up there, right up there among the best in this league. Michael Thomas, another Saint, comes in at number six. Tom Brady, your six-time Super Bowl champion, at number seven. Number eight was the aforementioned Bobby Wagner. Nine was another Patriots, Stephon Gilmore, who of course had the Big interception in the Super Bowl. And then rounding out the top 10 was Khalil Mack, 
just a, a dominating force and one of the big reasons why the Bears went from worst to first in the NFC North. And then you had Akeem Hicks, Andrew Luck, uh, George Kittle, Eddie Jackson, and Chris Jones rounding out the top 15. Cam Jordan at 16, Grady Jarrett at 17, and then Luke Keekley at 18. J.J. Watt at 19, and Jamal Adams of the Jets rounded out the top 20. And, of course, you can check out PFF and their on their page and their YouTube channel to get the full list of 101 players. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So I'll take a short, quick quick break. Thank, thank one of our great sponsors and come back and talk about the offensive line contracts heading into 2019. But a couple notes before we get back to it. We want to remind you guys, of course, that you can now play your favorite Locked On podcast in your car with your smart speaker. So the next time you get in your car, all you got to do is tell your smart device, if you have one, to play podcast Locked On and whatever podcast you choose to come up with. And of course, my bookie, as always, we've been partnered with them. Go, go fill out an account with them. Go, go check out all the great services they have, and go win yourself some money. You know, you still got NBA coming. You got the All Star Game if you want to bet on that. Uh, NCAA basketball is in high gear now, with with the especially with the tournament coming up in about a month. So a lot of stuff you can do there, even with the NFL done. So. Go check them out again. They've been a, a great great help to us here at the Locked On Network. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you. Your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic bowl cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm personal price plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. So let's talk contracts now. Let's get back into that series we had looking at some of the contracts. We'll take a look at the offensive line now, and we'll kind of break it up by position a little bit too. So we'll start at left tackle. The big number, of course, is... Matt Khalil, who is we we've discussed Matt Khalil before. We we've talked about the possibility of the Panthers moving on from Khalil after 
after June first because it wouldn't it wouldn't do them any good to cut them now because they would actually lose about two and a half million in cap space if they cut them now or at least before June first. But if they were to cut them after June first of this year, uh, they would actually save seven and a quarter million dollars. He's right. His his numbers for this year, uh, he's set to make seven million in base salary, but none of that or the rest of his money, all all of his all of his mo- guaranteed money has been paid out. The only the only numbers that would count against him if he were to, if he were to be cut would be his prorating signing bonus, which is four point nine million over the next couple of years. So that's why. Uh, it would be fourteen point seven million in dead money, and why they would lose two and a half million in cap savings because he's set to count just a little over twelve million in cap space, seven million in the base salary, four point nine million in a in the prorated signing bonus. Plus, he's also due a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar roster bonus and a two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollar workout bonus. That's seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Uh, is tied to being active on game day. But again, if they were to cut him after June 1st, uh, they would only have uh, $4.9 million in dead money because it would be spread over the next two years. And then they would actually save $7.25 million in cap space this year and then about $11 million in cap space next year. So it's it's something to to consider if you're looking to you know get younger at the at the tackle position or just find a way out of that big contract that you have found yourself in. So if we scroll through the list here, looking at uh, left tackles and looking at the over the t- over the cap calculator, uh, the next. Next tackle we've got uh, would actually be on the right side, so we'll jump around a little bit. But you've got Taylor Moten. Obviously, he's not going anywhere, especially with how cheap his contract is. He's set to count just $1.1 million against the cap. Uh, his base salary is only about $850,000, plus a signing bonus of about $290,000, so only about $1.1 million. We know he's entrenched, so he's not going anywhere. Don't, don't have to worry about him. Then if we go down, uh, the ne- next say they have on the list is actually Ian Silberman, right tackle, $720,000. He's set to cap- count uh, against the cap. And then Isaiah Battle is actually still on here, interestingly enough. Remember, he, uh, the player they brought in on the practice squad, the former supplemental draft pick of the Rams, uh, he's set to count just six hundred forty-five thousand against the cap, but you know you figure he's he's likely not going to see the fifty-three man roster, and neither is Sieberman. So uh, those are small numbers that likely we won't have to worry about. Uh, and then you know Mar- Marshall Newhouse, a free agent, but hard to imagine him hard to imagine him being back on the on the roster. Uh, we look, 
freshman. So, so that actually kind of took care of both sides. And, of course, Daryl Williams, also a free agent. And there's a bit of talk. Yeah, I know some. there's some fans out there that want Williams back in, back in the mix, uh, especially looking at some of the comments uh, of the the seven-round mock that I did for Panthers Wire, in which I double-dipped on offensive line. And there's, you know, those there's some that would rather see them just bring back Daryl Williams and then just draft a center, which is understandable. Uh, but, you know, the question is, of course, is how much is it going to cost and how effective is Daryl Williams going to be after he more or less missed the season? I mean, he, he hardly played. You know, he didn't really practice in training camp, was able to come back for week one, and was injured and pretty much missed the rest of the season anyway. So, you know, there, there's a couple questions you have to ask. Uh, if, if it's for the right price, then, you know, I, I could certainly see the Panthers bringing back Darrell Williams. And if they do, then offensive line doesn't become as big of a need in the draft. You know, maybe they don't have to double dip, uh, especially in the first couple rounds, which I had them doing with Jonah Williams and Garrett Bradbury. So he's going to be an intriguing free agent to watch with the Panthers. But then if you move inside, uh, Trey Turner, again, uh, stalwart there. He, he's not really going anywhere. In fact, they'd be losing money if they cut him now. Uh, he's set to count just under $9 million, uh, against the cap. Uh, do a salary of about $5.3 million. Uh, Signing bonus of $3 million or the prorated signing bonus plus a roster bonus of $500,000. But again, one of the consistent players on this offensive line, really no need to move on from him anytime soon coming off another Pro Bowl season. So no worries on Trey Turner. Uh, Move down the list. Next would actually be, as we scroll through, Greg Van Roten. Uh, only counting about $1.1 million against the cap. Uh, $805,000 in salary. Uh, $50,000 counting from his signing bonus. And a $25,000 workout bonus for a total cap number of $1.08 million. I mean, they could cut him and save a million dollars, but I think Van Roten proved that he's, at the very least, a viable backup, if not a, a solid starter, if the Panthers don't make too many moves on the offensive line. Remember, Van Roten was the only offensive player on the Panthers. Not Trey Turner, not uh, Taylor Moten, not even Christian McCaffrey. Taylor Moten, or... Yeah, Taylor. I just said not Taylor Mone. Greg Van Roten was the only player on the Panthers offense to play every single snap for the Panthers. Now, Turner, of course, was close, and McCaffrey played a good chunk, but Van Roten played every single snap, 100% of them. So if the Panthers don't make too many moves on the offensive line, you figure Van Roten will likely stay in there at left guard. Or maybe compete for the center position uh, with with Tyler Larson in place of, of course, a retiring uh, a retiring Ryan Ryan Khalil. And then 
it keeps scrolling down. It's really just the the backups at this point with the with the small contracts, guys like Brandon Mayon and Taylor Hearn, the two undrafted free agents, but both stuck throughout the season as backup guards. Could see that again this year, depending on the moves made. Uh, both are only counting about five hundred seventy thousand uh, against the cap. And then even Doreen Johnson is on here at four hundred and ninety-five thousand, basically the bare minimum. You know, of course, he had this, he ended up spending time on the roster just with all the injuries that the Panthers had. Uh, but you know, if we we talked about we've talked about all these draft prospects in the in this class. You know, I, th I think if the Panthers are to make moves, especially on the interior, I think the draft is going to be the way to go. And I've mentioned, I, th I think Garrett Bradbury is really turning into one of those guys that I think would be a great fit for the Panthers. You know, the just the way the way he gets after players. You know, his his attitude up front is. Exactly what you're looking for out of an offensive lineman, especially on the interior, and especially for a team that likes to run the ball the way the Panthers do. Bradbury, I think, can step right in at center and really help open holes inside for Christian McCaffrey. And he's someone that you might that might be there in the second round. Uh, you know, maybe you have to trade up a little bit in the second round for him, but uh, he. He at least should be there in the second round. I don't know if he's going to go first round, but I think he could be there at the top of the second. So again, maybe the Panthers have to make a little bit of a move in the second round if they want to get him. You know, obviously a lot can happen. You know, maybe he could slide to the Panthers' second pick in uh, in round two, or they're, they're picking round two, which is something like uh, forty-seven, I think. You know, Brad, and he's he's got the Charlotte tie, so I think it would be kind of a match made in heaven if uh, if if the Panthers were to land Bradbury. And then, you know, we we talked about all the different options in round one if they want to go that route. You know, Jonah Williams is someone I mentioned would be would be an intriguing fit because you can move him around because. Yeah, I'm sure there's still people out there that wonder whether he's a tackle or whether he's a guard. Well, you bring someone like him into the Panthers, they've got needs on both sides. You could base you have the flexibility to fit him in where he fits best in your system. So, uh, you know, really uh, a couple of options there. And then again, I've I wrote about different offensive tackle prospects that the Panthers might look at. Uh, eventually, I'm going to do the same for interior offensive linemen. And obviously, Bradbury's on the list. Uh, a couple others are on the list. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty decent interior class as well. You know, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if they decide to tackle the offensive line. I, I mean, I think they almost have to with the way the line crumbled at the end of in the second half of last season. So, you know, we'll see. I, like I said, I, I really think Bradbury is 
becoming one of those guys that I think the Panthers should fall in love with, but you know, so could somebody else because he's that good of a player and someone could snipe him up right, right before the Panthers pick. But that's, that's the beauty of the draft. And of course you've got a whole two and a half months to kind of figure things out. But that's kind of a, a quick look at the, at least the players the Panthers have now under contract going into 2019. And then uh, a bit of an outlook uh, as we go forward in, in 2019. Uh, real quick, too, there was there was a bit of a note on Eric Reed's new contract. Uh, he was actually given $9 million guaranteed, but all of his guaranteed money comes in 2019. Though his contract does include a $1 million injury guarantee for 2020 in case Eric Reed gets hurt in 2019. So, I mean, not that uh, that Eric Reed was really going anywhere to begin with. This just kind of assures that he's here uh, for some time now. So I think that'll do it here for this edition of the Locked On Panthers. Uh, As always, thanks so much for the support. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Setti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. Follow the podcast on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, wherever you get your listening pleasure. And, of course, as I mentioned before, if you have a smart speaker, whether it's in your house or in your car, turn it on. Tell it to play whatever podcast you want it to, particularly the Locked On podcast, uh, hopefully this podcast as well. I won't say the name because I don't want to turn the speaker on and startle anybody but uh definitely check that feature out and until next time thanks so much for listening i'm bill rossetti thanks for joining me on this ride take care my friends and we'll see you next time right here on l-o-p hey prime members You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.